It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Scharf. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Hello? Yes. <laughs> is that a good start to not hear you? No, it's not. It's a that's a great start to not hear us, but uh, we are on. Okay, we are live. We're not live. We are alive. We are alive. We are alive, and we are here for season two of Done Being Single. Welcome. The great thing about this show uh, this week is that we are going to not overlook the obvious. Right, we're going to live up to our our name as the dating badasses and ass kickers because that's what we're going to do, everybody. It is the beginning of the year. It's a new year, and you all need a little refresher in etiquette. Yes, you do. Dating etiquette. We've been hearing some horror stories from people out there about how people are treating other people on dates, pre-dates, post-dates. And I think that we have to take a little bit of a step back and say, you know what, maybe these things that are not being discussed need to be discussed. And yes, you may have forgotten what good form is, or may you may not know it, what it is, what good dating form is. is it um, called data kit. Yeah, it is data kit, and right. everybody right. assume the position. Yes, because you may get a little spanky. It may hurt, and which people <laughs> may enjoy. Many people probably will. So, and helping us today. With a little comic relief, because it could get a little painful. We have quite a get today. We, we have, have the, the great Larry Miller Larry joining Miller. us. And Larry, come on in and, and say hi and let us know that you're there. And Well, thanks, guys. And uh, you know what? This is either a good or a bad start to the show, but I couldn't hear a word you said until <laughs> my name. <laughs> well, but you heard your name, at least. That's my name. Okay, well, that's a good start, I guess. So. Okay. So, I mean, I, I shouldn't be in show business if I couldn't hear my name, but... Yes, let's, let's jump right in. Okay, Larry, thank you for joining us. We know that you're not single, but you once were. But here's the deal. Here's the deal with even if you're not single and you're married and, and the same rules apply, right? Right, Larry? Even if you're married, good form, good behavior, etiquette still applies. Yes, and, you know, dating old school, like I, I don't know, I think, Larry, you, you got married in the early 90s, I think it was? Is that? Yes. So, you know, you had to go through the protocol of calling your date and your, your, your future wife and courting her in such a way. I'd like to believe that that still exists today, but we're hearing that it doesn't. There's something that is missing, that people are so either electronically oriented that they're texting more than talking, and that has become more of the norm, and we hate it. We do not like that. We want to revert back to a time when people actually spoke and made a commitment and followed through on it. And Larry, why show some don't class. Um, so tell us, Larry, how did you snag your wife? Well, uh, snag isn't the most romantic <laughs> word, but yeah. Uh, look, uh, th th there's something very basic about so many things that in all our lives we don't do anymore. You reminded me as you were talking that. I was asked once at the Improv to uh, join a panel, 
they wanted to meet during the day and on the panel they had an agent and a producer and a comic and that was me and uh, and they wanted to talk about uh, how do you get on the Tonight Show what do you have to do to get on the Tonight Show and be a comic on the Tonight Show and uh, every time someone asked a question they they were so involved of all these guys who wanted to be comedians and uh, they, they would say well is this with the with the, your agent? Do you need an agent? And supposing that, that do you have to call, or that they have to call someone? And then I would I would just smile and hold my hands up and say, "Please listen to me. Write jokes. Tell them. If they're not funny, rewrite them. Now go home." Right. And that puzzled people, and I thought it was the wisest thing I could say. Whatever they asked was so off the mark to me. Of well, in rehearsing, does this ever hurt? Just go perform, and then I would say again. I'd hold my hands up and say, "Please listen. Write jokes. Tell them if they're not funny, rewrite them. Now go home." And I would smile. This was good news to me because I was telling them something so basic, and they were missing something so basic. And the, that's the truth about everyone with with dating. Never, folks, never. Don't pull up in a car in front of someone's house and say, come on out, I'll meet you here. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter if she's living alone, it doesn't matter if she has an apartment or she lives with her parents. What you do is park the car, go up, ring the bell, and stand there and introduce yourself. Right. If it's a parent, fine. Oh, hello, Mr. So-and-so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Larry Miller, and I'm here to pick up by then. Okay, well, nice, and come on in, and then you act very pleasant. Does it matter if you like them? No. What you're trying to say is, I'm here to take your daughter out on a date, and you can look at me now and listen to me speak and know that you can trust me, and I'm not going to do anything lunatic. And that's so basic, and I'll bet you a dollar, no one does that today. Even if the, the young woman lives alone, do that. Go up, ring the bell, knock on the door, hi. Bring something. Um, bring a bottle of champagne. Bring a couple very, of flowers. Very nice. If that sounds you just, like too much. No. Well, I'm not going to take that back. Yeah. Larry, you just um, pulled a page out of the Robbie Scharf uh, dating playbook. That's exactly what he did on our first date. And and it's you guys, you're from the old school, obviously. Nowadays, well, I don't know if... I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. Good form and uh, social graces never go out of style. They just don't. It's they're classic. Regardless and they're if there's a match or not. Can I read Larry's uh, bio? Oh, certainly. You know, we're talking great. to Larry as yeah, if we've known know. him forever, and yeah, like well, everybody, and I mean everybody does okay. know who Larry is. But yes. I want to read his bio, okay? Because it is substantial, it is. and it could take up the next half hour. <laughs> it is lengthy <laughs> and impressive. Okay, uh, actor. Yeah, Larry. Here you go. I'm going to tell you, you about you yourself. Do that, but Hold on. I'm, I'm not sure. Here's a short bio. Okay. I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. I'm in two movies that are out now. I'm a writer, I love it all, I'm made for show business, and I'm married with two kids. In a sense, that's the bio. But, I'm sorry, go ahead, Go ahead. We have some more to add to that. Oh but, my God, I, go I mean, uh, it's so great, I have to read it. I do. I'm sorry, Larry, thank you for, for saving us sure, the, the breath. But you are, 
Larry, one of Hollywood's most recognizable faces. Larry has appeared in over 100 films and television shows, beginning his career with a memorable scene alongside Richard Gere and Julia Roberts in the blockbuster film Pretty Woman. I remember you. He has since gone on to unforgettable roles in such films as The Princess Diaries, The Nutty Professor, B-Movie, and 10 Things I Hate About You. He's also a proud member of Christopher Guest's ensemble cast in the films Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, and For Your Consideration, all of which are some of my favorites. I mean, Fall Down Funny favorite movies. Larry, I, I love you. I don't even know you. Larry's made dozens of appearances on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, The Late Show with David Letterman, and, and our Carson. other favorite, um, Bill Maher. He's starred in his own HBO comedy specials on, and on Broadway Neil Simon's play, The Dinner Party. His other TV credits include Seinfeld, Desperate Housewives, Medium, Burn Notice, and Law and & Order, in addition to reoccurring roles on Boston Legal. Miller, Larry, is the <laughs> we're on second name basis now uh, is also the only bad guy to return on law and order as an unrepentant and uncatchable wife killer we had this and little he has argument. fans with a na- we have a neighbor that loves you in that show our oh neighbor my God. we were telling our neighbor today yes. that we were gonna have you on the show and she said oh the bad guy in law and order and robbie said no he's not he's not a bad guy he's a nice guy he's a funny guy he's on funny things larry currently hosts the weekly podcast the larry miller show where he unleashes the barrage of humor about the absurdities absurdities of everyday life in addition He's a contributing humorist to the Huffington Post and the Weekly Standard, as well as the author of the best-selling book, Spoiled Rotten America. Larry, welcome again. So this is just, you know, awesome. Could you do me a favor? Yes. Would you mind reading that again? (laughs) That was great. Wow. Again, I'm I'm made for show business. And so are you guys. We're, We're made to write things and and perform them yeah and and to show them off to bring there's always any theater or nightclub I've ever worked in as a comedian I always feel I'm bringing a nicely wrapped gift with a good ribbon on it and just showing it to the audience and saying look I brought this for you and that's really a a big call of what comedy is it doesn't really go out there and just punch left right left right and just tell jokes till people surrender and do some kind of laughing. It's that it's the same as a date. A performer's relationship with the audience is the same as a young man coming to his date's apartment or her parents' house to pick her up. It's saying, here I am, I brought myself for you. And let me show you why that's not a bad idea. And Larry, when you did go to pick up uh, your dates. Were you ever met with a shotgun by your date's father? <laughs> well, that's why I always, you know, I carry one myself. And that's, so when they come out, you know, with, with theirs, I can always say, all right, let's not do this. <laughs> you know what, though, it's, uh, I've heard things like that. I mean, we all have that, the, the classic phrase, a shotgun wedding. Yeah. And that was a big, common phrase for 100 years, 200 years. Right, 1800s, sure. Because it happened, people did that. When, you know, a guy with a local traveling salesman, oh, he was from New York or Chicago, but he was traveling through all sorts of places in the South and Midwest, and he would meet the, the classic, another, uh, the classic the cliche, a farmer's daughter. And she was really pretty, 
and they would get together and he would you know say nice things and tell a joke or two and she would laugh and think he's funny and 11 minutes later her father comes out with a shotgun and says okay let's go you're going to get married and <laughs> I there thought, might have I, been I, more I things sh- that happened between the two but you know what I'm getting oh, at yeah. this happened that, that, all the time and that's a shotgun more, but what, what do they think what do you still think when you're going on a date you know what what happens in a marriage when you know when is there still something we had a thing happen once I was at a party with my wife and it was a nice folks there and it was in their home and I I said something we were just talking in a group of five or six people and I said something and it was uh, and people laughed and one of the uh, guys in the group there just said to my wife oh he's so funny is uh, is Larry this funny at home and she looked at him for a second and said you're not married are you <laughs> and that's really a big part of it. Folks not understanding, it's not supposed to be, it's not that it's jolly all the time, it's that you hope on 29 levels of compatibility. And I, I turned to her and said, I don't think we have any. And, they, hello? Yes, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're here, we're here listening. I don't mind talking into a dead microphone, no. but no. I just wanted to check and see if I was. You're we're here. We're still on. But, you know what, it, it, at that point when you realize marriage isn't about compatibility, it's about commitment. You know, I said to my wife, we want compatibility. She says, what do you mean? I said, they're, they're talking about it. You have the 29 levels of compatibility. Yeah. And she said, yes, we do. And I said, you know what, we, we don't. And I got the dictionary out and looked it up and it said, capable of living together harmoniously or getting along well together, and she said, oh my God, we don't have that. <sighs> and you know what? You, it doesn't matter in marriage. The whole point, there's nothing to do with twin levels of compatibility. There's, there's no compatibility. You know what? You don't need compatibility. First time you can't make a house payment, it doesn't matter that you both like red and yeah, I, I would say it's. It, that. I think That's it's about it's partnership. If you're a grown up, if you're mature, and you hang in there, every time there's there's a commercial on that, I always it just makes me shake my head. If it shows an older couple, they've married fifty years, and they're all white haired, and they're walking along the beach, and because uh, and they're smiling and holding hands because they just got a new banker or something, and they got the pants rolled up and they're barefoot. And I remember thinking, but they're not married. No one married that long is holding hands and smiling. It's it's one or the other. And that at a certain point, what are we looking for? That's not what you want. If you're married 50 years, you know what you want? You want to be the old couple in the aisle in the supermarket where she's pushing the cart and they're just rocking back and forth with it for stability. And he's walking next to her and... Every, you know, every time she says something, hey, we'll get this, we'll get tuna, you like the tuna. And he just kind of swats his hand down and says, ah, that's what you want. That's what we want. That's, that's what, what we're looking forward to. For. Well, I, Larry, hanging in there. And Larry, I tell you, committed. we are actually a couple, you know, we've been married four and a half years now, and uh, we hold hands everywhere. And we love holding hands, and uh, I love holding hands. You know what? Hands. I what? know, but you just said the key 
key towards it, my four and a half years. That's nothing. Let's say, let's like saying, oh, we just moved in somewhere. We've been here three days. You're right. That's nothing. We're babes. We get that. We understand. But but it's good. It's a great start. It is a great but start. I believe a good philosophy is for folks who are looking to date someone and open up and talk honestly and in effect say again, this is what I brought. I brought myself. And if they're looking, that's how, if that's how affection starts and then turns to love and then turns to marriage, these are all very, very good steps. But we, that's what, but one of the ways to get to them is be honest with yourself. There's a man and a problem with women, okay? The problem with men, men don't hear a word women say. Now, what was that? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, Larry, we have to take a quick break, but we are going to come right back with more Larry Miller right after this. Okay, good. And now, back to Done Being Single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. And we are back with our guest, Larry Miller. Honey, you have a lot of tips and or items that you've written down that we'd love Larry to bring, you know, yes. offer some feedback on. Yes. Uh, so uh, we can jump into so, that. So the whole um, inspiration for this show was that... Uh, I, I do a lot of uh, matchmaking. Uh, not I'm not getting paid for it. Uh, it's just a sort of a hobby of mine, and I enjoy it. And I put my friends together. And it seems like just lately, I've, there's been a rash of bad behavior. Um, from, Very bad. Yeah, like a lack of respect and courtesy and consideration. And it has me scratching my head because these are not young people that are sort of... Um, Nor inexperienced. Yeah, they've been that. around. And I I just thought, you know, maybe we'd be doing a public service by... Um, Dedicating, devoting a show to some, you know, like some just some tips and do's and don'ts, just in case you guys have all forgotten and or have taken leave of your senses somehow that maybe you're a little rusty or maybe uh, today's dating culture has jaded you and um, now you don't give a shit, so you don't try so hard anymore. But uh, that's what we're here for because we are the dating badasses. And um, we are well, here to... Yes. Uh, that, that sounds good, but if you don't mind my saying, and I, uh, number one, start charging for <laughs> those visits, for that advice. And mm-hmm. it's very important that you do that, not just because you'll be bringing money in, but that's part of what we do in life. We call a caterer, and, yes. they, and the caterers bring by five platters of meats and bread and, and mustard, well, they charge for that. They don't do it for kindness. And everyone deserves to get paid. You deserve I, to get paid. You are correct. I wish, where were you about 10,000 fix-ups ago? I could have used your your help and encouragement. Because I've been doing this for a long time. I just do it. I just have friends. I'd like my friends to meet my friends. So I do it. But, you know, now I find that I have to give them um, sort of ground rules and like a refresher, like I have to, like, here's a tutorial, people, you know, here's what you do, here's how you behave, here's how you act. And it yes. just it just yes. seems so, well, it seems way, like you shouldn't have to. Well, by the way, you is also a ground rule. 
that will make them be, behave better over the course of what you teach them. And at any rate, let's just l- let that go by, but okay. I, I don't believe I'm wrong on that. No, no. I think you're right. It, yeah, so I um so I have a, I I kind of keep an ongoing list of things that annoy me. Uh little rants, little things that I just can't I you know that burn my ass. Um yep. and I and I you've been out of the dating world for quite a while, right, Larry? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> in in public, sure. <laughs> no, I'm just being stupid. You know what? It's it's, it's of course I am. Yeah, yes, you can't. Of course. Okay. That's another thing that people sometimes don't understand. It's probably worth saying. You know, once you get married, folks, that's it. It should be it. You don't then you know look up at your waitress and say, you know, you're very attractive. It, it's just. It's a stupid way to live. Oh, agreed. Be, be married to your wife, wives, be married to your husband, and that's it. And be present uh, with them. Yes. You know, I just want to tell you, uh, tell you very briefly on that. We just had the best New Year, New Year's Eve I've ever had. And sure, you know, a lot of the years as uh, I'm working as a comedian, you're putting on shows in really nice rooms and really well-dressed people, and, and that's fine. But... You know what? One of our kids is home from college now, and my wife made a really nice dinner with a big hunk of meat, and that was our plan to to have a dinner together at home, and with the word together in there, which doesn't happen all it the sounds time wonderful. anyway. Plus, for crying out loud, my wife made a terrific meal, and before and after it, the Twilight Zone Marathon was on. It was on TV. We watched that. And that's, you know, where they just show episode after episode. And these are great. And I called, called my son and I just said, look at this thing. He's 19 now and he's just smart and a great athlete at school there. And and he, he, we watched a couple together and he enjoyed it. And then, okay, dinner time. We had a great dinner together. Then helped clean up and then watched more Twilight Zone. And what I'm getting at is he went to a friend's house that night for New Year's Eve party. Just party, meaning like four or five of their old friends from high school days. And my wife and I know the parents. We make great people. And so I drove him over there because as he knows that, well, driving on New Year's Eve is not the, the smartest thing you can do. But I drove him over there, saw the parents for a while, and then great, Frank and Jackie, and then drove home. What I'm getting at is, I said hi to my wife here yeah, he's, he's there all is well and I smiled and I went back in the bedroom and turned on the twilight zone again and that right there was the best New Year's mm-hmm. Eve I've ever had and that's what I'd like to get across to folks listening the simple things are best you don't need anything involved you don't need to be in a ballroom with 500 other people all wearing all white tie and tails and silly hats Correct. That's fine if you are. Yeah. Okay, good. Good for you. So and maybe one or both of you really wants to go out, but what I just described is the best kind of holiday or New Year's Eve you could ever have. Simple, well, yes. affectionate, and just something that didn't have to be elaborate. Uh, right. Well, you know, and a lot of us um, single people... Uh, would love for that. I, I mean, there were many times during the, my single years that that's all I wanted. I didn't need big parties and, you know, bells and whistles. I just wanted to be uh, 
with the one I loved and we could be do, doing nothing at all. And th- and it's still, and I sometimes look at Robbie and I'll say, this is the best day of my life. Or sweet. this is exactly what I wanted. And this is who I want to be with. And I don't want to do anything else. And um, But uh, in order to get there, I mean, people, there's a lot of kind of work involved um, to find that person. And that's what our job is, to help people, to share what we know and, um, you know, mistakes and and triumphs. Um, We made a lot of mistakes. I know that I did. And that's why I think maybe it took till I was 51, technically, to walk down the aisle. And um, this is what we do on this podcast. So I hear you have a 19-year-old son, Larry. Yes, one is 22 and oh. one is 19. Okay, so you're in the business yourself of giving advice, correct? Well, sure. Yeah. Okay, okay so dating advice, advice with girls, women. Um, how, should your, how do you want your sons to handle uh, prospective dates? Do you tell them to uh, go to the door? Do you tell them to walk them to the door after the date? I mean, uh, these are simple things that you would be shocked how many people do not do. I I would be shocked because our kids have always done that. And not because I sat them down with the, you know, the, the official owner's manual of young men. But because they see by the way you behave, I used to teach them and uh, their mom too that when you see when you're in a store or anywhere and there's an older woman, a woman there, and you always say yes, ma'am, thank you, ma'am, and that you always you're always polite that way. And they did that from the time they were oh five years old on. One time, an older woman in a the supermarket in Manhattan came up to me. We were in the aisle there, and they had just said something polite. They helped her pick something up. And, and she said to me, are you from the South? And I said, no, why, why, why do you ask? And she said, you know, I've never seen children behave as politely as yours if they weren't from the South. And I said, well, how do you like that? I never thought of it that way. Remember, they can pick it up. I, you don't have to say to them, here's what you do with a young woman. They, if they had problems, thank God they didn't, but they, they well, you can't just have 10 drinks and then go pick up a woman. No. <laughs> well, you that's, can, but that would I'm sure not a lot of the people listening do that, yeah. too. And that's not smart. Remember, folks, it's very basic. As, as Trevor was just saying, though, it's not when you're looking for someone. I want to just change that a tiny bit. It's not that when you're looking to find someone, look to find yourself first and show yourself first and shine yourself first and shine things up and be clean. And Yeah, don't go out in a T-shirt. That looks ugly and stupid. You don't want to show yourself as ugly and stupid. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is stand there, in effect, with a smile. Put a white t-shirt on and a nice shirt. Maybe even, this is going to sound ridiculous, maybe even a tie. Right. But where we might differ is, is, I don't call this old school. 
call it school. I, I just think this is any way, folks out there, any way you can behave that for the first date or the second date, and just be nice, you know, show yourself as the person you want to be, and listen to your date the way she wants to be. And then you know what? When you walk her back home into her apartment, say, you stand there and smile and say, well, I'd like to see you again. And she'll say, well, I'd like to see you again too. And then if you're both smiling, just lean in and kiss her. Now, it doesn't have to be a Guinness Book of Records kiss, but it ha- it should be what you want, a kiss, and it's and you, you lean back afterwards and she's smiling and you're smiling and you say, good night. And okay. you call her the next day. Yes. That's, a, that's no, hey, wait. Call so, the next day. Yes, Larry. I'm with you on that. Mountaintops. You know, right. you're a big bullhorn. Call the next day. Yes. Okay. Stupid. Now, Larry, yes, what happens good. if one of if your sons, one of your sons has a date and we've got to go to break, but I just want to ask you this and think about it. And is does not want to see her again. What how do you advise him? What does he do? What does any boy man do when they are not interested? They go on one date. What's protocol? What's the what's the right proper thing to do? We're going to go to break, and then he can answer well, that question. Okay, we're going to go. We are going to go. Larry, hold that thought. We're going to come back with the answer from Larry Miller right after this. And now back to done being single with married couple and dating ass kickers, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. And we are back with our guest Larry Miller. Okay, so Larry, I was just asking, what do you do if your son, what if your son goes on a date, finds that he's not into the girl, not interested, it was a nice enough date, but he has, he doesn't really want to have a second date. What is, what does he do? What have you told him to do? Well, this is also not that hard to figure out, but what you do is if you're the young man, you same thing, walk your date to the apartment door, but don't belabor the point. You can drive the car, so to speak. You could say, you know, I had a good time tonight. I'm glad we went out. And, uh, well, thanks very much. And uh, I'm just going to duck back to my place. And you can smile, but you don't have to lean in. You don't have to wait for a moment because you already know there is no moment. So you know what? Be kind, be well-mannered, and leave. And don't force her to say, oh, well, we're going to go out again. You've already told her you're not just by your behavior. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. People hurt each other. God knows people hurt each other far more than something that like that, which is so simple, really. But what, kind, remember? So what you're, mattered, what you're saying... Say what's going on. Right, but I think... You know the, what? The important... Nice to see you. Thank you. Good night. The important thing here is that you have, as the man, you really need to take a little bit of control and it's okay. Put the brakes on the, the evening when you when you are taking her and saying good night to her. Uh, don't lead her on in any way to think that there is more to come after this. And that's, right. that's very important. So. Sorry. Uh, but what if it was a little bit more ambiguous than that, or maybe the guy felt something that the woman's not feeling, 
and now we're going to turn it around and the guy actually does call the woman the next day and say Susie I had a lovely time with you um, I would love to see you again uh, would you like to go out again now it's her turn to let him down uh, yes except that you just forgive me just glossed over the point that it's the exact same thing with her if the positions are reversed that is she, you walk her to your, her apartment door she already knows the same thing we just talked about. She's not crazy about the guy. She doesn't need to see him again. So she can do the same thing. She can just put the key in the door, open it. So it's already open about five inches. And she can just say, uh, you know what? I had a nice time tonight. Thank you very much. Forgive me. I'm, uh, I'm just going to head in. Good night. Okay, okay. so very good. I, I think there needs to be a little follow-up, though, because um, feelings tend to get hurt if you don't, and I don't know about men, but I do know women, um, and I will speak for myself, if I didn't hear from a guy the next day, or the next day, or the next day, um, I'd be uh, a little hurt and a little perplexed. I, I'm actually one of those people that likes honesty, so my overarching uh, um uh, piece of, I guess, wisdom here and advice is honesty. To be honest, you cannot go wrong. You just, even if you are afraid of hurting someone's feelings or letting them down, trust me. Uh, if if you do not want a second date with someone, just say it. And and I wouldn't do it in a text either. If if I don't care, you know, if you're a woman or a man, you call the next day. You say, okay, you want to know, want a page out of my playbook? Okay. Here's what I would say. If I was not interested in a guy after a first date, I'd call the next day. I'd say, thank you so much. You were great. I enjoyed myself so much. Proactively? Um, yes. Okay. Um, I don't think we're a match, but I think you're awesome. I wish you all the best. And thank you. It was, a, it was lovely getting to know you. And you save face that way, and you don't you, you leave the situation with a little good taste in the guy's mouth no pun intended <laughs> um but it's it kind of is good karma all the way around and i in this i would hope the same uh opposite i, I think a guy wants to know where he stands correct so, wouldn't you want to no. be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> briefly no okay look uh I, I couldn't disagree more there first of all the concept and the word honesty to me, has no meaning there. Because instead of honesty, you should show leadership. What I mean by that is, with honesty, you know what, I don't care for you. Why is that Why is that beneficial? Why is that, well, that's actually the good way to do it. No, it's not, not to me. Because is there gonna be some hurt? Hurt is too strong a word, you know what? You're in the game, and sometimes, you know what, as, uh, as Honus Wagner used to say about, say about baseball, you know what? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and sometimes it rains. And there's no crying um, in baseball, right? What's that? There's no crying in baseball. That's exactly. It. But you know what? Seriously, at that apartment door, or the next day, if he calls you again, you've already left it at the apartment door. If he's not perceptive enough to pick that up and he calls again and says uh, hi listen uh, just wondering if you're free this week and want to get out and you can just say you know what it's so funny I'm busy this weekend but let's just uh, let's just leave it the way it is and see what happens that's 
saying no also. Without saying, you know what, you're kind of an idiot, and don't call me again. Well, you don't have to say the guy's an idiot. You don't want to be too honest. Well, but that's, remember something, that's within the word honesty. That's why it doesn't really have any meaning at this point. We're not, you're not helping yourself or the other person by, well, that's the word honesty. Because it's not, it's not, if you, if you want to be honest, that's real hurt feelings. You're right. Well, well you're not saying you, it, you're I not mean, that interesting. You don't want to be too. Well, you honest. don't. You don't have to say why you're not interested. I think just it's enough to say thank you and be gracious about it and say you know uh, good luck out there. Right. I don't know. That would that would put a button. Okay. On so it. here's some more. Okay. Go. Here's my you rant. You may have something there, but it's not the way I'm seeing these things. Well, go on. Ask okay. Thing. Okay. So here's one for the women. If you, speaking of which, if you know, if ladies, if you are on a date and you know midway through the date, there's not going to be a second date. I would pay, offer to pay for yourself. Go split the check. Don't let the guy pay for you. Pay for the whole thing. That's just me. That's okay. just courtesy, I think. Um, you know what I mean? Because then you, if there's no second date, the guy doesn't feel like he's been used or had right. in some way. And you've already checked out. You're halfway okay. through the date. And you've already checked out. So right, right. It so, makes right. Sense. so if you're not interested in your date, definitely offer to pay for yourself. Oh, that's, that's, I, I think that's the right thing to do. Um, well, okay. it's another struggle. Okay, but I don't think that matters as deeply as as you do. To me, it is it's the young fellow's job to say yes if you're going out to dinner. First of all, you know, you're not going out for a $600 dinner. You're going to go out and get a bite somewhere. Well, sure. If he's if he's decent and he's mature, he's, he should pick up the check. Yes. No. Uh, uh, by all means, whoever asks whoever to go on the date should pay. Okay? There should be no expectation. Well, first of all, I think it's, it's, if a guy asks a girl on a date, he should pay. Okay, but but there's nothing wrong with the girl saying, "Hey, I'd like to. Can I can I help out here? You know, can it's a I lovely help? gesture. And it's I think a nice some gesture. guys will say, "No, it's okay. It's it's my treat. Thank you. I you can't go you wrong out. in offering. You can't go wrong in offering. Okay, no. so which leads me to the, my next one. Okay, okay. So say you go, you um, you meet at a restaurant. Okay, because a lot of these are we're talking about first dates here. And Larry, this is a lot of like online dating too, which is makes it a little creepier because you know you don't usually if you meet someone online if you're a woman you're never going to have the guy pick you up at home, so it's it's most the most likely scenario is you will meet at a restaurant, and if you were asked out if you're a woman and you were asked out by a guy and you have dinner and you you park at the valet, the guy I'm sorry is this just too much asking for the guy to pay for the valet parking. I just think that's the right I thing to do. I think it's the do. right thing to do as well. If you're a guy that has uh, made a date with a woman and you're meeting at a restaurant that has valet parking, it's a lovely gesture to offer to pay for a valet, I mean, regardless standing, of whether you're going to see them again or not. You're standing at the valet. Yes. Do you know how many awkward moments there have been where I reach into my bag and I'm thinking, oh, you're not going to let me pay, are you? Yes, yes he, he is. is. Yes, yes, he, he is. is. And then, boom, I have to pay for my parking. So uh, that's, that's a little bit of a pet. Larry, do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. To me, this is easier than the bill in the restaurant because, yes, you, meaning in this case, you already know you're not going out again. You, you know what? You go up to the valley, you go here, and uh, you just turn back to your date and smile and say, oh, that's all right, I got it. And again, if he doesn't get it, he's a moron. And you don't need to see him anyway, and you're not going to see him anyway. And 
no more conversation on the issue will help because it's not even an issue. You smile and say, I got it. And if he, and if he does anything like, just no, 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 no. I, I, I insist. And you just say the same smile. You wave your hand. Up, and you know, no, I got to thank you to the ballet. And you just say, all right, see you around. Simple is better. Got it. Yeah, I, and I, mean, I, I... Less honest, it means simple. Yes. And, and to, you taking charge and showing that leadership I mentioned. Uh, yes, and I'm going to add to simple, keep it simple, take charge, uh, leadership. Also, to me, that rings of something bigger, which is confidence. Having the confidence to weather a disappointment or to be able to not be so fragile that if you don't, you know, it, if so, if the guy doesn't call you or doesn't want a second date or if, it, if the woman doesn't want a second date, that you're confident enough to be able to say whatever. Okay, onwards, next. Uh, it's, you know, it's not going to kill you. And I think there, the problem in today's dating culture is that people, um, and I'm going to say like online dating culture, it's just worn people down. People have gotten so jaded, so hardened, so um, angry and hair trigger um, disappointment. But if you're confident, if you have confidence about you, uh, you're better able to show leadership and you're better able to keep it simple and not yes. be right and not be, you know, destroyed because the date didn't go well or there's not a follow up. Right. And remember something, if you're destroyed, guess whose fault that is? Yours. Yes, yes absolutely. There's okay. no so. reason to be destroyed, and that's actually lunk-headed. So what you, what you do is, by the way, remember to show, to show the leadership we're talking about, keep, I suppose that's my motto, keep it simple. Don't, every date doesn't have to be a master's thesis in psychology. Well, I thought this, and then maybe he thought that. Maybe if I talk to him about this and that, he'll talk to me about that and this. You know what? No, forget it. Yeah, it's have tough. A, People have, they, have a date and sit there, and if you feel you're having fun, fine. If you're not, that's also fine. Larry, Hello, I'm... I'm goodbye, good night. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. The problem is that people, like I said, are, are so worn down, they get so overly sensitive, and they don't let things roll off their back. And they get all bent out of shape too, too easily. It's just dating, you know? So if it doesn't work out with this one, it'll work out with the next one. That's yes, exactly right. right. And remember, though, you just said it. Don't get bent out of shape. Stop right. it. If you get bent out of shape, you're the idiot. And you don't want to be an idiot, so stop it. Well, it was a little complicated. No, it's not. It never is. Just Great. go home, turn on the Twilight Zone. <laughs> and Most of these people live in the Twilight Zone. That's the problem. It's the Twilight What's Zone that? of dating. So, okay, we are going to our, our last break, and uh, we are going to be right back with more Larry Miller right after this. And now back to Done Being Single with Trevor and Robbie. Okay, we are back with Larry Miller. And Larry, on a date, the subject of politics, obviously, is prominent in our lives today. Are you a proponent of discussing political persuasions early with someone or not? Uh, I, I was just starting to chuckle. I mean, forgive me, but I don't think 
breaking something like that up on a first date is a good idea at all. You're just trying to figure out, remember what the, what you think. Do you like this person? Could you sit and look at each other for a while? It's it's, and you never know when. It's like it's, I've always been when people, other comedians have asked me, for instance, well, I just brought that up, and then they didn't like it. You know, started talking politics about this and that. They didn't like it, and I and I said, that's because when you bring that up, you're immediately telling half the audience, I don't like you. And why would you do that when you have so much to talk about? And it's the same thing on a date. You know what? All if right. It, if it comes up and... I'm going to... I have to bring a counter to this because uh, in in your profession, in comedy, I agree 100%. You have the instant ability to turn off 50% of your audience with that type of a subject. Uh, on a date... I think it's better to know where your date stands because that is either going to, you know, it's something you don't want to be vested in so you find out later and then realize, oh my God, why didn't I bring this up sooner? Or, you know, if you bring it up sooner, you may have something in common, you may have something not in common, but it's better to know the soul of the person that you're with sooner, I think, when you're on a date, not when you're in a, a, a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, I think, and I think nowadays, I think it's different. It's just, back in the day, you know what they said about religion and politics? You, what, what you, you, you never you, talked you about. You never talked about that Was, in, it, in was sex public. involved in that, too? No. Did you talk about sex, was, religion, was, and politics? Or no. just, just religion yeah. and politics, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's gone out the window. I think now... I think anything goes now. I want to find you know out. what also goes when anything goes? What? The relationship you might have had. Well, yes, but that's true. But the relationship you might have had, if you guys, you know, unless you're uh, Mary Madeline and uh, James Carville, uh, it's it's tough to survive if two people are on opposing sides of the aisle there, so to speak. It's a, that's always a good example, by the way, of how in God's name do these two people both seem like reasonable people? How do you even talk to each other? How do they do it? And it's not like that. It's not like that in life. On a first date, you're not trying to. Find out if you think alike on some proposal that's on the ballot. What you're trying to do is find if you think a lot, if you think alike by sitting in a restaurant and smiling at each other. And I can't emphasize enough that has nothing to do with any topic or any, any key. If she is really into it and she just says, you know, just watching this. Come on, you know what? It, I wonder what you think about this and that. All right, I don't think that's good date material, but you might answer, you know, honestly and say, boy, you got me there. I think you got me there functions best with that topic. But if you think that's good to raise and that it's good to either get it out of the way or use as a building block, well, we'll have to disagree on that. Too, no, no you, you bring up a great point because I think it's very I think it's very important to be able to sit across from someone that you don't agree with and have a rational discussion and a not mature possible. and not possible <laughs> never. never possible and do you know why you left there why because it's true it's never possible and it's not possible by the way marriage you've been married 25 years nothing Nothing is, is possible. It's just, it, it, so, in my opinion, just stop there. Start with basic things. Do you know what? 
I like I like the sweater you're wearing, and I hope you like what I put on too. Gee, I'm not that used to getting dressed up for dates, and that's a whole topic. Larry, you are so nice. You're like the nicest he's, date he's ever. Pretty nice. Oh my gosh! Wow, you I, you would be horrified. Well, your sons will tell you it's it is uh it's brutal out there. It is a, such a different. To, I mean, it's uh, believe me, I know, and everyone sane knows when you can. So that's another thing. We, meaning the two of you and 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 I, can say to everyone listening, we know we've not only been there. Been there deeply, so everyone who has a, a complaint, already you know you're listening to people who have been there and don't have the complaint anymore. The complaints can change, but on a date, use that as a very good time. I want to go back to say, you know what? I would like to see you again. Okay. Okay. Let's um, can I go on. back to the kissing thing? Sure. Because, um, we, you know, we've got, it doesn't have to be Guinness Book, but it should be world class. Right. I just wanted to say that. Can it be on the cheek? Okay, let me just class? say, I want to say something about the kissing thing. Going in for the kiss nowadays, oh my gosh, you can't even do that anymore because of the Me Too movement and what's perceived as being um, too aggressive. Um, I would say, and this is what you you did for me. You asked me if you could kiss me. I did. Yes. Wow. You said, "May I kiss you?" And I melted. I thought that is the most classy, most just incredibly proper thing. It was so. You were such a gentleman. And guys out there, I don't care how horny you are. I don't care how much you want to. Excuse me, Larry. Get into someone's pants. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, I mean, can we talk? I mean, this go slow. Look for cues. Yes. Larry, you got it. Larry said it. You know, to slow down, watch, listen, observe, and take take cues. And some people aren't mind readers. A lot of people aren't. They're not. They're a little sometimes dense. Um, but you can't go wrong with asking permission. But the, I'm sure that, by the way, that's terrific. And I want everyone... Also, hear this when I tell you that it's an easy way for you to be funny. Do while you do that, and I don't mean funny for ten minutes. I mean everyone of goodwill and of good speech can just smile. If you're the guy, smile at the woman at the doorway and say, uh, "You know what? I had a good time too." And uh, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm. Uh, I was thinking of kissing you. Good night, and. Uh, would that be okay? And if she smiles and says yes, you can always just say, I don't mean tonight, I mean like in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll smile at that, she'll laugh at she'll that. She'll laugh. And at that moment, there's no better time to smile back, lean in, and give her a, a nice kiss. And it's a kiss good night. That's what I meant about no Guinness Book of World Records kiss. It's a kiss good night. Touch okay. her lips, yes. kiss, you, kiss her. And then back up and just say, you know what? You, Larry. I'm going to be so much better at that. <laughs> you and my Anything you say, you see what I'm saying? Anything you do can be and should be in a very, well, wholesome, 
good-natured, funny way. And so there's no need to get, you're standing there sweating with your eyes blinking and your eyeballs are swiveling because you're so nervous. Stop it. There's no need for that. Right. Again, I say say confidence. Where where the word honesty can come in. I'm I'm thinking about kissing you and if uh, that's a little too, too much, then I could just, you know, keep it a thought. Are you thinking about that at all? Hmm. And, uh, but that's funny right there, just to even ask. And, uh, because whatever she says is going to be correct, and it'll be honest, too. Okay. So you just say, you know, gee, I, yeah, I was kind of thinking about that. Okay. And then you can just say, that's the answer right there, and lean in and kiss her. Okay, let's go on to another topic here for um ladies gentlemen if you have to cancel a date uh do not do it in in a text pick up the phone and call and say i'm so sorry i i can't i have to cancel or postpone or something but whatever it is don't do it don't text that you know also i want to just say um again i i i know that i'm i'm a little bit you know what's the word I'm hip but I'm kind of old school you know I feel like anything that you can say you you, you shouldn't text you should talk right we, we, if given yes. a choice yes try to yes. talk as talk more than text especially in the beginning when you get to know someone and you're on the first second third dates you should be talking way more than you should be texting. If you're texting and the person is accepting of text, then you have established a form of communication that will be difficult to break. So I think it's important to start from the script, from the beginning and be talking. Texting is something you do um, five minutes late, later on in, in your dating life, but not immediately. Right. I think so. No, not, not then on, on, on a first no. date. In fact, that's another thing. I keep raising comedy, folks, I mean, to everyone listening. Not because I'm a comic and because I always look for that in life. It's there in life. Bring that up on the date. And just say to her uh, when you're sitting in the restaurant, of, uh, by the way, I uh, intentionally have not brought out my cell phone. I don't care who sends me something. And I, I'm just, I just want to be here with you right now. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know why we all do this so much. And then you could just say, as long as I brought it up, but do you mind if I check? Yeah, and that's funny. That's funny. Very cute. But that's, it's not... Yeah, Larry, the problem is not everybody... Going to, it's, it's, it's because you're making fun of it. Yeah. And show what prisoners of our phones. Yeah, well, you're not, not everyone's funny as you. That's the problem. You, mm. you should teach a learning addicts fast. class on how to be funny on dates. Because you're funny. <laughs> that's funny. And by the way, that's... First of all, that's a sweet thing to say, but by the way is that it's not that hard, and it's not hard at all. That's, once again, where the word honesty can come into play. Be honest. You know, this is, uh, yeah. this is the longest I haven't been on my phone in maybe seven or eight years. Yeah, if, uh, I'm just going to say that if, if anybody keeps their phone on the table, oh my God. Yep. I would say yep. you, if you are on a date and a guy has his phone on the table, I would say, excuse me, um, are you not uh, interested or entertained enough? Am I some? Am I boring you? I mean, I'd say that. I would just say it. 
And That's so First of all, so, you can just say it. Yes. I would but say once, that. Once again, it's a good opportunity to be funny. You could just say, uh, you know what? It just hit me. If you're interested in the phone, why don't we just have several periods during our day here when you can check the phone or be on the phone? In fact, I'll start with one now. <laughs> and I'll just sit here and daydream about some of the men at the other tables. And... <laughs> You can check your phone and see if maybe some of the women at the other tables are calling you. And that's an opportunity to but text a date. Just by doing that, that's honesty. But if you, but if it's uh, well with a cup full of sugar, and uh, and you could, he could just say, "Well, why does this annoy you?" <laughs> honestly, say, "Yes, it does." And yeah. Well, we don't have to keep this date long if you don't want. If you're so busy, and so you know what. Heck, let's let's skip dessert. In fact, let's skip the main course. How about that? <laughs> you could but do that. You see, there's a way to say that that is still funny, and he'll get that, or he won't. If he doesn't, well, then you already know the answer. To right, the he's an idiot questions. and a moron, and you'll there if won't does, be a second date. If he does, date. if he says, you know something, I think you're right, and turns the thing off and puts it in his pocket. Good. That's when you say, "Excuse me, is that a phone in your pocket?" Or are oh, you that's just good. Happy to see me. That's a, see, that's funny. That's funny. That'll score points. Larry, that we have to point. wrap up our show right now, uh, but we can't thank you enough for being on it and offering your wisdom and advice. And because we think our listeners will get a lot out of it, it's Guys, been a blast. It's uh, it's a pleasure, and good luck on all these things. Where can we find you online? Where can we find you? Oh, uh, first of all, the, uh, the website on my podcast is LarryMillerPodcast.com. And uh, it's called The Larry Miller Show, and it's on uh, on Apple and iPhone. And uh, Great. It's so funny, it's been long enough that I should even have to wonder about what the answer is. It's Scooch, I love doing it. I love the world of podcasting. And it's a good way to get our personalities out there. I love acting, I love stand-up, and I love writing. But boy, podcasting is right up there. That's great. Thank you for being part of ours. And uh, we know you're done being single, as Trev and I also yeah. are. Congratulations. So uh, thank you again, Larry, for being on the show. And we will be seeing you out there. So everybody have a great Guys, week. Good luck to you, too. Thanks, thank Larry. You All, right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I'm Shadow Stevens with my friends, Trevor and Robbie. See you next week on Done Being Single.